Hello, everyone. This is Riddell from Behold the Connection. Do you guys remember me? <laughs> it has been a minute. It has been a minute. I kept intending to get back to this uh, for various reasons I didn't. But I hope what you take from this absence of mine is me modeling taking time for myself. Because that's really what it was at the end of the day is... I felt that I couldn't do it all. And I'm a big believer in setting down the paper plates that are spinning while I hold the glass plates that are very important. And while you and this podcast is important, it is a paper plate in my life, not a glass plate, right? Like my kids, my family, um, my practicum, things like that. Those are the glass plates. And I had to keep those spinning well. And so I'm a big believer in setting down gently what you don't need or have energy for or whatever. Okay, so that is my absence explained in a very self-compassionate way. And I hope that for you, whatever you have set down, that you frame it in that way as well, that you are compassionate to yourself. Sometimes we use the term or hear the term dropping balls. I'm not opposed to the term. I know I've used it. But I really have leaned more into this idea of the paper plates and, you know, you have all those plates spinning and which can you gently set to the side? It's just a more compassionate way to look at it than dropping balls. You know, that sort of feels like there's an implied message of you shouldn't, you shouldn't drop anything. So setting something down is a lot gentler for me. And I hope that you will follow that modeling. So today, what I want to talk about it's kind of funny because I have about 400 podcasts written in my mind and a few on paper, but what actually keeps coming to me is to talk about how we can fill the gap of this divide that's happening in the world emotionally and within families and driven by the media and what is within our control. So that's what we'll be talking about today. I feel very strongly to talk about this unexpectedly. And what keeps coming to my mind is a few things. The one is like, what is even within our control, right? The world's pretty weird. And with that can come a lot of helplessness feelings, powerlessness feelings, um, being pretty unseen, being pretty unheard. And when we feel that way, other people with differing opinions who also probably feel unseen, unheard, um, ununderstood, you know, misunderstood, they can feel like a threat to us. So we have people, as we always have, had pe have people with different ideas, different solutions, different viewpoints based on their lived experience. And unfortunately, what's happening is we are finding one another to be a threat, and that's probably a whole podcast in itself. But what I want to speak to is how we can loosen the grip on that. Like if you picture a, I don't know, a yarn ball, yarn ball that's super tight wound up, or maybe a string ball, yarn even feels too soft, a string ball that's just so tight, you know, that you find in your grandma's closet and you're like, who keeps so many string balls? This is weird. But anyways, if you can start unraveling a little bit of that and loosening that up, then there's a little bit of breathing room. And that's what I want to encourage us to do within our spheres, our local and our, our spheres of influence is adding in some breathing room. 
you know, this pandemic has not only caused a great divide, but has caused a lot of isolation. And we are humans are people that need connection and community and safety and security. Those are some of our basic needs. And when those aren't being met, our mental health declines. And you can see that right now, right? We're very mm, fearful of one another. We're isolated to a degree from one another. Our sense of community and connection has become kind of distorted and frayed and everyone's afraid of saying the wrong thing if they're not actually even afraid of one another. It's tricky times. And so I feel really that our power, what's within our circle of control is to lift from where we stand. I talk about this um, circle of control. In fact, I have a graphic in my parenting course, which is called Being a Happy and Connected Parent. If you want to Google that, if you don't have that, I highly recommend the course. And in fact, just got a testimonial in today from someone that said how much it's changed their life and their parenting. Anyways, the circle of control concept is just simply, there are many things in life that we can't control as much as we want to, dang it, right? Because that's an uncomfortable feeling. And the pandemic has really brought to our to our focus how little control we have over a lot of things. Illness, government's response, how other people act. But there is always this little smaller circle, <laughs> the circle of control that's within our control. And my mind goes to that because I have found the most joy through this pandemic in really making my lens a lot shorter, zooming in, if you will, on what's within my control. Because the rest not only feels scary and big, but it is actually out of my control for the most part. So what I mean by this is I'm going to tell a little story. I shared this on Instagram. I'm Behold the Connection on Instagram. I was getting my windshield replaced on my car and it was a ways away from where I live. So I just stayed there for the hour and a half while they did that. And I was in the lobby and I was only about 20 feet away from the main front desk dude. And he was taking phone calls and this and that. And I watched a deliveried guy, I'm assuming delivering windshields, but I'm not sure what, come in through the front door and they interacted. It was light. It was breezy. I would put this kid at 20 years old and asked about the front desk guy's Thanksgiving and how was it? And, you know, just some chit chat and banter. It wasn't just a drop off and a sign. It was probably a sign off. I mean, like signing off. I got the windshields. It was probably a three minute exchange, maybe four minutes and pleasant and light and breezy. And I sat there and was like, oh, two humans interacting nicely. This is wonderful to see. And then the delivery guy left. And what I observed next was this front desk guy. I'll put him at 50 years old. He picked up the phone immediately. And I could hear that he asked for the manager of whatever company he called. And I thought, oh, this is interesting. What's happening? What he did was tell that manager what a wonderful employee he has. It was about a one minute phone call. Hey, I want you to know the delivery kid named X, Y, and Z just came in. We have the most wonderful conversation. Every time he's here, he always brightens my day. He's polite. I think you should know what a good employee you have. I think he should be recognized in some way. And we just really value having him come in here. And what a good, this is what he said, what a good ambassador he is for your company. 
And I think you should know that. And I couldn't hear, obviously, the person on the other end of the phone, but I think it was something along the lines of shock, right? <laughs> because the reply was, no, no, I hear you. You know, you always hear the bad, don't you? But I want to let you know the good. I want to let you know how wonderful this kid is. And I just sat there thinking, huh, a minute out of his day probably really will impact that kid's life when he gets this praise, when he maybe gets a raise. Um, just such a simple moment to improve someone else's life. And I paused for a minute before I recorded this podcast thinking, everyone's burnt out, Riddell. Everyone's tired. We have too much to do. There's a lack of support. There's a lack of connection. There's a lack of community. And you're going to go on and tell people we can, we should do more to bridge the gap, you know? Yeah, actually, that is what I'm going to do and say. And I'm saying is, I think that if we all do very small things to lift where we stand, that not only are we going to improve our communities and the vibe around us and the energy and people's very, very much struggling mental health, but we will improve our own. Did you know that there's a lot of research on this, on giving service and kindness to others? It improves your mental state of being. It improves your self-esteem and it increases your sense of community and belonging, which all of those things for most of us are low or struggling right now. I'm probably pretty right on that, right? So when we lift where we stand, it helps us too. It's primarily mothers that listen to my podcast, though everyone's obviously welcome and welcome. But the last thing I would ever want to do is give um, a, a group of mothers a list of another thing they should be doing. Please don't hear that. Please, please, please. What I want you to hear is an awareness and a gentle nudge to just expand that awareness to look around. I follow a girl named Kelly Jensen on Instagram. She's pretty cool. Her dad taught her how to patrol, he calls it. And at times when they had a free evening here and there, he'd say, get in the van, let's go out patrolling. And what that meant is they would drive around and look for people to help. And she has taken that into just her daily life and looks for ways to patrol, looks for someone to cheer up, looks for small ways to give service. service. And I made a small list of things that my family's done over the years as a way to help you see that it can be small and simple. The first step, though, is just expanding the awareness to even notice other people, right? Like, it's other people are so annoying right now. And so really, it's easier to block them out. But I'm encouraging you to do the opposite. So I'll give you a few ideas on how you can patrol in good ways and lift where you stand. You can, these are things that we've done or I've seen done. You can text a friend and tell them how wonderful their kids are and how much you enjoy having them around. You can do a we care about you package. One of my friend's kids was having a hard time in school and being borderline bullied. And so my kids put together letters and coloring books. This kid was younger and a couple little treats. It was super simple and we dropped it off and the, the letters basically read, you know, we heard you're having a hard time at school. 
we care about you. And it was simple, it was quick, and it brightened up that kid's life or day at least. Guess I don't know, but I'm going to assume. <laughs> um, I've done this before. I've dropped off a bouquet at my friend's doorstep and just been like, I was thinking of you and then left. Uh, care packages, same thing. And again, care packages don't need to be big. Our mind goes to big. Go get a little bag and fill that little bag and put a little note in thinking of you. A kind text. Think of the people you interact with in a day or that you interacted with last month and send a kind text. A phone call like this glass store did. I just got a voice memo this morning from someone about how helpful the therapy session we had a week ago was. And that meant a tremendous amount to me. A text to your partner saying, hey, you're a great partner. And here's something I really appreciate that you do. Just a simple text or Facebook messenger message to someone saying, hey, you're on my mind. I hope you're doing well. Uh, here's a memory we have, you know, simple. A surprise gift card to a teacher out of the blue. We did this recently and there were tears. It, it was a good feeling. Invite a kid over to play who see who seems to have less friends or is maybe new to your kid's class. Man, that goes a long way. Be brave and sit by a new mom at hockey and do the awkward, hey, which kid is yours? Oh, wow, well, this is my kid. And give them someone to sit with, a face to know, a name to know. Sit at the foot of your kid's bed tonight and chat with them and take interest in them. And do not say how messy their room is. It's like you put on a blinder, okay? You put on a blinder and you act like you're fine with it because you're there to connect. <laughs> uh, really, what I'm trying to say is, and this is something that I've been trying to do lately, and it's absolutely increased my sense of happiness, well-being, and connection, is basically look for people to thank after my interaction with them. Late last night, I sent an email to our librarian. Hey, thanks for all this, blah, blah, blah. I really appreciate how you do this. Like, I don't know. I don't know how that'll land, but probably decent, right? Logic would say. All that to say that it's pretty interesting to me that as I pondered what I wanted my first podcast to be about, as I've kind of returned after, I don't know how many months it's been for, for sure, that this just kept coming to my mind. It really even flooded my mind. This is what people need to hear. And it can be so simple. Please hear that. Please don't let this be a burden. But when you're done with this podcast, I encourage you to think of one person to text, message, or email, or phone, or drop off something, and let them know that you care. I mean, again, it can be if you're making buns for your family, make a second batch. Drop it off to someone who's thinking of you. I miss you. I can't wait till we can hang out more. Here's some buns to go with your supper. Like, everyone needs buns with supper, right? There's just, well, maybe not the celiacs like me, but... Um, but there's just, I don't know anyone other than the celiacs, you know, and even then we like food too. Don't get me wrong, but there's no one that would be like, oh, fresh buns with my supper. And also you can just buy them at the bakery and drop them off. I was grabbing myself buns. I thought I'd get you some. I miss you. Enjoy this. Whatever. You get what I'm saying. I don't know with what regularity I'll show up here. The intention is to show up weekly or at least bi-weekly. But as always, just like you, I'm putting my mental health and my priorities first, though this is meaningful to me and something that I really enjoy doing. I also want to tell you that if you are interested, I'm in my inter internship 
And so I'm offering therapy sessions. Because people might listen to this a year or two years down the road, um, rather than give the email to my internship, I'm going to give you my email. You can reach out if you're interested in a virtual session. You need to live in Alberta. I don't think I can do sessions for people in other provinces. But you can email me. And then from there, I will reply with how to actually book the session, which is emailing my office, my internship office. So if you are interested in a session with me, my email is beholdtheconnection at gmail.com. And uh, I'll see it, I'll reply, and I'll tell you kind of the process of how to book a session if you're interested in that. So if you're hearing this in the future, you can also email that email address and I will I will be done my internship, but I will be working with clients ongoing for the rest of my life probably. Okay, I hope this helped. I hope you hear my care and compassion for you. I know it's hard times. I want you to lean into self-compassion at all times, like I started this podcast with. It is okay to struggle. It is okay to set down the paper plates. And uh, I look forward to chatting at you more. Take care, everyone. Bye.